Welcome to Confident AF, the unapologetic podcast that connects you to the woman that you are destined to be. My name's Jenna O'Keefe, I'm the UK's leading confidence and breathwork coach, and I'm going to guide you to release good girl energy, to say goodbye to self-doubt and imposter syndrome for good, so that you can finally take your power back. You were not put on this planet to play small, so take a deep breath, roll your shoulders back, and let's dive in. Hello, my confident queen, and welcome to this week's episode of Confident AF. So today we are talking about people pleasing. I know this is something that so many of you have been grappling for such a long time. This need to um, make everyone else's life easier. This need to be kind of subconsciously liked. This need to not cause a fuss, to not offend right like and people pleasing is such an interesting one because i think i think actually we are conditioned all of us to be people pleasers we are conditioned that you know being a people pleaser is actually going to make us more likable is going to keep us safe is going to um stop people from saying bad things about us and from an evolution perspective like it completely makes sense right actually if we're going under the radar we're being really agreeable and we're not offending anybody we're not making anyone's lives difficult and actually we're doing all of these things then you know we're not going to get rejected we're not going to get left out in the cold we are not going to um suffer right because we're pack creatures we want to fit in we have that innate desire within us to fit in But really, like, if deep down you know that you are people-pleasing, either with your family, either at work, either in your business, if you are people-pleasing, that has huge consequences, not just on the now, but actually long-term as well. So we're going to be diving in on this, right? And the title of this podcast is, This is How I Would Coach You to stop people pleasing and start becoming unapologetic. So I work with this with a lot with my clients. Like, you know, my job is to teach good girls to become absolutely fucking bad bitches. Like that is what I'm here to do. Um, so let's see if we can create some shifts for you today. Let's see if we can start to unearth some of this, right? So let's say you've jumped in my DMs. You're like, hey, Jenna, I want to work one-to-one with you or join a mastermind. And I really, really need your help because I know that I am taking on too much. I really struggle to say no. I am struggling to put my prices up. I am feeling huge resistance when it comes to giving feedback at work. All of these things are all encapsulated in people pleasing. And even it might be that actually the quote unquote symptom that you come to me with is I'm feeling so burnt out and exhausted. And quite often, if we dig a little bit deeper, we realize you're feeling so burnt out and exhausted because you are struggling to say no, right? You are saying yes to everybody else but yourself. And this reality, if you constantly say yes to everybody else, but say no to yourself, 
no you can't date you can't take that nap you can't take that bath you can't take the day off you can't go and book a solo trip you can't spend that money on yourself if you're constantly saying yes to everybody else but saying no to yourself that is a problem because internally you are telling yourself i'm not worthy i'm not worthy other people's comfort and satisfaction is more important than my needs and this is a huge problem because if you live your whole life like this you end up putting on a fucking mask right you are pretending to be the a version of you that actually shouldn't really exist and this keeps you blocked in so many ways it keeps you blocked from your creativity, from your productivity, from your intuition, from your joy, from your pleasure, from your passion. So many of the women that I work with, you know, they feel bad when they get angry. They suppress anger because, you know, they don't want to make other people unhappy. They don't want other people to feel bad or uncomfortable. So they suppress their anger. But what happens when you are suppressing your anger, you lose your passion, you lose your desire, you lose that, you know, you lose it. Because anger isn't just about, you know, losing your head and slamming a door. Anger is a really important emotion that is really connected to passion. I had this with a client recently where she came to me and she'd really lost herself. She was like, I've I don't, I don't even know who I am anymore. I've been a people pleaser for so fucking long. I don't even know who I am anymore. And that's a problem. I'm feeling so disconnected in every area of my life. And I feel like I'm just faking it all of the time. And when we dug into this, we realized that actually she hadn't, she had a lot to feel angry about, but she hadn't felt anger ever because anger was a really unsafe emotion in her childhood through her parents right so whenever there was anger in the family home it was incredibly chaotic and destructive so she had learnt that anger is a very unsafe emotion so what had happened was as a result of that she had lost her anger but that meant that she'd also lost her passion and her drive and when you have that purpose, when you have that passion, when you have that drive, there is nothing better, right? So reclaiming these emotions is really, really important. So as I'm talking to you about this, and as you're starting to think about why am I a people pleaser? Why do I shrink myself? Why do I focus on being as agreeable as possible so that I don't rock the apple cart? As you're starting to think about this, I want you to start to think about where this might have come from. Because At some point, you will have learned this behavior that it is safer for me to fly under the radar and to not be noticed than it is for me to use my voice, to set a boundary, to say I'm not happy with something or to just simply say no when something doesn't serve you. You have learned that it is safer to put other people's needs before your own consistently and you need to really understand where that has come from. Because when you actually start thinking about this stuff and when you start pulling this stuff into your um, your kind of conscious mind, that's really helpful because it helps you just shine a light on all of this shit, <laughs> right? And sometimes 
just shining a light on it is enough for you to make a shift and is enough for you to make a change. Sometimes it needs more, but sometimes not. So really asking yourself, where has this come from? And then really thinking about, you know, what beliefs do I hold to be true about myself? And if you're struggling with people pleasing, maybe it's something like, um, I feel like I'm a burden. Nobody truly loves me. Nobody truly likes me. I don't belong. I don't fit in. It's not safe for me to be angry. It's not safe to be myself. I'm not good enough. As I'm talking through these, are there any reactions that are going on in your body? Quite often, remember, this is an embodied experience. So try and ignore what the mind is telling you. Oh, I think I might have that. Oh, I think I might have that. Scrap that. Really think about, you know, what's firing in my body. You might feel it. You might feel it in your gut. You might feel it in your heart. You might feel it in your head, in your chest, in your fingers, in your back, in your shoulders. Where can you feel this? Because that's going to give you a really clear indicator of what beliefs are keeping you stuck. And so if you were my client, you know, we would be starting there. We would be starting from this place of like, right, let's get all of the pieces of the jigsaw on the table and let's start putting this together. Where did you learn that it was safer to hide? Where did you learn that it was safer to stay quiet, to stay small, to stay polite? Maybe you were given praise for staying small, staying polite, be a good little girl. Be good for mummy, be good for daddy. Were you a good little girl at school? You know, what did a good little girl mean? A good little girl means, you know, sitting quietly with a book, not disturbing any of the adults. You know, being a good little girl means not getting angry, not throwing a temper tantrum, not um, expressing her emotions. And this is quite dangerous, right? One of um, one of my best friends, she's got three children, um, two of which are my godchildren. And it's amazing watching her parent and I'm just so proud of her. Um, her little boy hasn't been sleeping very well and he had this kind of like huge outburst of emotion. And it was so amazing to watch her parent him through that. And I was so proud of her because she just turned around and said, hey buddy, there's a lot of emotions going on. What's coming up for you? And I was like, wow, like, I really feel like this generation of millennial parents are just killing it with the emotional responsibility, right? Like, it's okay to have a fucking huge tantrum. It's okay to swear, to shout, to punch a pillow, to scream into a pillow. When did we learn that it wasn't okay to do that? Because actually when we shut off these parts of ourselves, we don't just lose the bits that aren't quote unquote socially acceptable. We lose huge parts of ourselves like passion, desire, joy, excitement, energy. You can't lose the quote unquote bad without losing the good. This full spectrum of emotion is a human experience. And so really, if you were my client, I would be wanting to get to the root of what it is here. You know, what fears do you have around taking up space? What fears do you have around saying no or setting a boundary or let 
quote unquote letting people down what fears come up for you there i have a fear of rejection i have a fear that somebody is going to be in conflict with me i have a fear that somebody's going to be angry somebody's going to be disappointed i have a fear that i'm going to be left out i'm going to have a fear that i'm going to have no friends left what fears come up for you again your fears are so so important what memories come up for you? We've talked a little bit about that. What memories come up about maybe a time that you did take up space, maybe a time where you did have a huge explosion of emotion, maybe a time where you did get really told off or you were observing a parent absolutely losing their shit and you thought, oh my God, I can't possibly ever do that because I'm seeing like the emotional damage that that is creating. And then really thinking about the patterns. So what patterns of behavior do you have around these people behaving activities? So is it avoidance? Is it sticking your head in the sand? Is it just saying yes when really you wanna say no? Like what are your what are your safety behaviors here? How do you cope with this people pleasing, right? So once you have your, fe- your fears, your memories, your, behave- your behaviors and your patterns, that's where you can really start to work with this. So thinking about, you know, thinking about your fears, how can you start de-armoring your fears? How can you make your fears less scary? Let's say the biggest fear for you in the world was being rejected or a big confrontation. What would that look like? Would that really be that bad? You know, are you going to die? Are you going to get exiled from society? Are you going to lose friends? really starting to rationalize yourself like you can actually coach yourself through this like so really starting to think you know what would i say to a best friend what would i say to um somebody i'm mentoring what would i say to somebody in my team or somebody i'm really really close to what would i say to them what advice would i give and then i would walk you through the process of like how do you want to feel You know, what does unapologetic actually look like for you? Because unapologetic for me is going to look really different to unapologetic for you. And one of the fears that always comes up with my clients, so many of my clients say this to me, I don't want to lose who I am. I don't want to become a bitch. I don't want people to dislike me. But the fact of the matter is becoming unapologetic makes people like you more because you are authentic, you are authentically you. People pleasing does not make you more likable, it's the opposite. People pleasing puts people off, it puts people on edge. They think, oh, she's not really genuine, she doesn't really say how she feels. And so if your strategy is to go under the radar and people please just to keep everybody happy, babe, it's not working. It's not working for them and it's not working for you. You cannot get to 90 years old and know that you have lived your entire existence on this fucking planet just saying yes to everybody else and saying no to yourself. What a sad, horrible existence that would be. Oh my God, you know? And actually the power of it is when you say no to the shit that you don't want to do, you have so much more energy for the shit that you do want to do. 
I have no qualms about saying no to social events. This is something I have really learned and really trained in myself. If I don't want to fucking do something, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it because I feel the emotional, social pressure to perform or to do anything I don't want to do. And as a result, I have so much more energy to do the shit that I do want to do. Like how fulfilling and fresh would it feel to have a calendar of all of the shit that you were so excited about? I don't have anything on my calendar for the whole of summer. Not one thing do I have on my calendar that I am not so fucking excited about. And it's like, that is freeing. And it's no, um, it's no coincidence that as a result, I'm literally jumping out of bed every morning feeling so excited. It's not a coincidence that I have such incredible friendships and relationships in my life because I just don't say yes to the shit I don't want to do. And I know that feels scary for so many of you. But the strategy here is how can you create safety around setting boundaries? How can you make that actually feel a lot safer for yourself? The way that you can make this feel a lot safer for yourself is practicing, is edging that comfort zone, right? The strategy isn't, you know, saying to somebody, I don't want to be a fucking friend anymore, fuck off. <laughs> like, that's not the strategy. If you're feeling nervous about setting boundaries, you know, you don't, like, you don't go from A to B overnight, right? Like, that's going to be quite um, traumatic for your nervous system. So the way that I have gone through this journey from good girl to bad, unapologetic bitch, <laughs> I don't even know if I like that saying, but I just thought, why not? Um, when I was doing my notes for the show. <laughs> um, so my journey from good girl to unapologetic, that feels better, that feels more me, was I edged my comfort zone. Right, so I edged my comfort zone again and again and again, and I got really used to saying no. As one of the things that I used to do, I know that many of you do not like being caught on the spot. So if somebody asks you to do something, hey, we're having a barbecue on Saturday, do you wanna come? Hey, we're going on a night out um, on Friday, do you wanna come? Hey, I've got a baby shower, and it's like your 10th baby shower of the season, do you wanna come? You know, don't say yes straight away. If it's something that you are like, oh my God, I'm so excited, yes, amazing, of course, say yes. If it is not a hell fucking yes, then it's a, can I go away and think about that? Let me go and check my diary and get back to you, right? So that strategy on its own is just gonna buy you a little bit more time. And that time is a great place to script your answer so that you can say no, <laughs> right? Um, you don't have to say no in the moment, especially if you're kind of fearing conflict. You don't have to be like, I don't want to go. Anything like that, like ease yourself into it and say, I'm going to check my diary and just like, we've got quite a lot coming up at the moment. So let me check my diary and see. And I'm telling you now, anybody that has a problem with you saying no, you setting boundaries are benefiting from you not having any boundaries. The only people who have a problem with you setting a boundary and protecting your energy are the people that are benefiting from you not having any boundaries. 
So yes, you might lose a few friends on this journey. Yes, things might start to feel really different for you. Yes, there are gonna be times where it feels a little bit uncomfortable. Maybe there might be a little bit of conflict, but trust me, it is so worth it because you get your life back and you can give more energy, more time to the shit that matters. You know, like actually spending time with your family, resting your body, sleeping, eating well, going to the gym, looking after yourself, building a business, right? Like putting everybody else before yourself is a short term strategy. You are delay it you're kind of delaying the discomfort you're choosing that instant gratification of like comfort and making other people happy but in the long term you're destroying your health your energy every time that you say yes to something that you don't want to say yes to you are literally telling yourself i'm not worthy you are literally telling yourself this person matters to me more than i matter to myself and i guarantee you it will be that actually the person that you are really struggling to say no to, you actually really probably don't give a shit about, right? Maybe it's somebody at the school. Maybe it's, you know, a friend that actually you feel a bit intimidated by. Maybe it's an auntie that you really don't give a shit about. Maybe it's your in-laws. Like, I don't know. But I genuinely think the people that you, your closest people, the people that you truly, truly know have your back, would never have a problem with you saying, I'm just feeling really exhausted at the moment. I'm just actually gonna take the evening for myself. I'm feeling quite tired at the moment or I've got something going on with the kids or I've got some family stuff. So I'm not gonna be able to do that for you today. And practicing these phrases to yourself, practicing saying these phrases to yourself, like practice saying them in the mirror because actually your brain does not know the difference between fantasy and reality. So if you're practicing saying no in the mirror, no, I can't do that right now. No, I'm actually gonna spend some time prioritizing the kids. No, I'm actually gonna spend some time prioritizing myself. We've actually got quite a lot going on at the moment, so I'm gonna have to say no this time. Practicing that in the mirror is going to train you to get better at saying no. Because no is the fucking magic word that is gonna change your life. It's gonna give you all of that energy back. I promise you that. Every single time you say no to the shit that you don't wanna do, that frees up a yes to the shit that lights you up, right? Whatever that is, like that's magical. So hopefully there's enough there for you to get started and you to get thinking about how you can end your good girl era today. Your good girl era ends today. Make that commitment with me. Say it out loud. My good girl era ends today. I am done. I am done putting myself to the bottom of the pile. I am done giving a shit about everybody else and not giving a shit about myself. I am done people pleasing. I am done saying yes when I want to say no. Say it out loud. Make the change for yourself and I promise you this, your whole reality will change loved that episode thank you so much for listening i am so grateful to be able to record this for you today i am so grateful to be able to share this with you today if you are looking for somebody to help you in this next step there's so many different ways to work with me at the moment 
I have my breathwork membership, which is a beautiful place to start this work. So with breathwork and how this works, we are going straight to your subconscious to clear all of the shit. So you know I talked about limiting beliefs, I talked about fears and patterns and memories. Breathwork goes straight to the root, neutralizes everything so that you can start building from a place of empowerment and strength and confidence. So you can join my breathwork membership for £42 a month, it's no commitment, and you get access to the entire portal plus two breathwork workshops a month. We're currently talking about building a wealthy mindset. There are some incredible meditations and breathwork replays on there. I've also got spots for, um, I've got one spot for a VIP day in July. I have two spots for private mentorship that are opening in August, and I am enrolling for my IDGAF Confidence and Business Mastermind. So there are so many different ways. Do not be shy, slide in my DMs. Tell me how this episode landed for you today. What are your takeaways? What are your action steps off the back of this podcast? Tell me, I can't wait to meet you. I am so, so excited. I'm so excited to cheer you on. And just a final reminder, I am currently running a competition for you to win 250 pounds worth of Lululemon vouchers. All you have to do is review this podcast either on Spotify or on Apple, screenshot that, send it to my DMs and you will be entered with a chance to win. If you wanna put it on your Instagram stories, that will give you two entries. So this is an amazing opportunity to absolutely just blow up your active wear wardrobe. So, so, so excited for that. Thank you so much for listening and I shall see you next week. Out of all of the podcasts that you could have listened to today, you chose mine. So I just want you to know, I am so grateful that you are here. If you enjoyed it, please do take just 10 seconds to leave me a review. It makes such a difference. And until the next episode, let's hang out on Instagram. You can come and find me at jenaokeith.co, slide in my DMs and let me know what you thought of today's episode.